You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Want to remind everyone to download, rate, and subscribe to the 415ers. Five stars are appreciated. Evan Giddings and Mark Grandy coming at you. I'm on social at Giddings 10 Mark is on social at Mark Grandy. Mark with a C, Grandy with an I. Well, that, that kind of takes us into... I think that the play calling of Shanahan, because look, obviously you don't want to risk any further damage to a guy like Christian McCaffrey uh, with the knee irritation. Obviously you don't want to risk any further injury to a guy like Debo Samuel, although a quad contusion sounds far less uh, significant than anything knee related when it comes to a running back and especially one of McCaffrey's um, value to the 49ers. But, I don't know. I, I was kind of going back and forth on Shanahan, Mark. Like, I, I would probably give him like a B minus for, for for today if we had to give a grade. And I would give him a B minus because outside of the second half, I, I sort of understand why he played it the way he did. Although I do wonder how he would have played it if maybe Kamara doesn't fumble. Maybe they get in kind of 13-7 if he decides to get more aggressive after that or not. I think he just leaned on his defense and rode them out. but. In the first half, we, we saw Shanahan go forward on two fourth downs, and we saw him get one of them, obviously the one that that led to a field goal on the first drive, which maybe people weren't happy about, and then one uh, on the fourth drive of the first half, the second to last drive of, of the half, where, you know, on, on third down, uh, you know, he kind of creates a play for Jawan Jennings that doesn't go anywhere. I know people were mad about Christian McCaffrey on the other side being open, but to me, that's a play set up by Shanahan. So Christian McCaffrey is supposed to be the decoy goes to Jennings. And then on the fourth down, they run this sort of um, you know, action, like this design for George Kittle that, that turns into nothing. The saints cover it up. Jimmy Garoppolo tries to run for it. He doesn't come short of the goal line. It's still three, nothing, you know, right before the half there. Uh, I can't fault Shanahan for the aggression, and that's to me where he is more of a B or a B plus. But the play calling still leaves a lot to be desired for me, and that's where the the play calling is more of a C or a C plus. The aggression and the the, the trust in his team gets him to the B minus. Uh, but Mark, I, I'm sure he's going to catch a lot of flack this week for not producing points in the red zone, which was the issue against the Chargers, wasn't against Arizona. I'm glad you brought up the fourth down decisions. I absolutely love the aggression from Kyle Shanahan. I think they're both the right decision. And for me, it's not particularly close. The first one, as you mentioned, ultimately didn't really change the, you know, the expected points because you were in field goal range when you went forward on fourth and one. And then you ultimately end up settling for a field goal because you weren't able to move the chains after that fourth and one conversion. Still, I think the right decision by Kyle Shanahan, and that's a notch you know, on, on the good side in my book, the other one, the fourth and one, uh, fourth and goal from the one you're up three, nothing, three minutes left in the second quarter. I like the decision and I like the play call. It was a play action fake out of the shotgun and Garoppolo kind of rolls to the right. You mentioned his first option was George Kittle didn't like the look. And then he thought he saw an opening to run credit him for being willing to take a hit on trying to run, but there was absolutely no chance he he was getting in. And whatever hole that he saw closed very quickly. 
Um, maybe the, the, the play call wasn't the greatest. Maybe it was just credit the Saints for covering things up. But if you're Jimmy Garoppolo, I think you have to look at your other options before trying to take off and run. Sure, your number one option, Kittle, was covered up. Uh, but beyond that, I mean, you have how many other weapons on the field for that play? I believe it was Christian McCaffrey in the backfield. Oh, actually, no, Christian McCaffrey was not on the field on that one. Uh, but you have Debo Samuel, you have Juwan Jennings, who's been a go-to target for Garoppolo on third downs. He can certainly be of use on fourth down. If there was any one decision on the play call there that that I might have paused with, it is the fact that Christian McCaffrey wasn't on the field for that fourth and goal from the one. If you're going to use him, actually give him the ball or use him as a decoy on that play action fake, I, I think it could certainly be of use. Uh, but overall, I like the decision to go for it. I don't mind the play call. I think the Saints were probably expecting run, play action, fake, probably a good thing to call. It just ultimately didn't work out. And Jimmy Garoppolo may be deciding to take off and run just a, a beat too early. He probably could have looked elsewhere after Kittle, but he decided to take off and run. And ultimately, he falls short. So it stays 3 nothing. But I am a gigantic fan of Kyle Shanahan deciding for to go for it on both of those situations. I think we're seeing him learn and kind of evaluate some of the decisions he's made in the past, not just this season, but years past. He's been really slow to kind of come around to this analytics wave, and I'm not saying fully embrace it, um, but his decisions to go forward on these fourth and shorts, we would not have seen that back in 2019. It's not always going to work, but the math suggests it will work more often than not. And I am glad that Kyle Shanahan is now more willing to make those sorts of decisions. The math suggests it, but the play calling to me does not as much. And that's maybe why I understand why Kyle's been conservative. Not that he doesn't have trust in his own playbook, but I think with the identity of this team being its defense, he also recognizes how much more valuable points can be Against a team like New Orleans. Now, that's going to change, obviously, next week when you're looking at a Miami team that can put up points in a hurry and teams that you might face in the playoffs that can score in bunches. But, like, that, that, that the play calling to me is interesting. You mentioned Christian McCaffrey not being on the field on fourth down. Well, Debo Samuel also wasn't on the field on fourth down because the play before on third was the play where he got hurt and then had to leave. So you're missing two arguably your two best playmakers on that fourth down, which you run to the third best, I would identify as Kittle. And it doesn't go anywhere, so you don't get it. But the play before goes to Juwan Jennings. The play before that goes to Elijah Mitchell. I mean, I understand Elijah Mitchell's you know kind of a, a bruising running back, but using Christian McCaffrey as a decoy on third down when he doesn't see the rock on, on the two previous plays to me, it leaves a little bit of a question. Um, the field goal in the opening drive that they didn't turn into a touchdown despite converting a fourth down. Um, I, I do think you could come down Jimmy Garoppolo's road a little bit. There was a pass that was deflected. They said it was intended for George Kittle. In my mind, that was supposed to go to Ayuk, who was behind Kittle in the corner of the end zone who may or may not have been open. He was certainly more open than Kittle, who was covered. Uh, so that's a play where you could say the quarterback didn't make it. You know, Jimmy decides to, after a first and nine run for McCaffrey that gets you to the five, throw it through the back of the end zone. Don't want to make a turnover-worthy throw there. Uh, but, like, 
th- th- there seems to be, I guess, a lack of intention to get your best playmakers the football when it counts. And I, I think that's for me, Mark, where I would have a question for Shanahan. And maybe he just says simply, hey, look, New Orleans is a good defense. They're going to take McCaffrey away from us on any single given play. So we want to we'd rather use him as a decoy and get one of our other guys open. I I hear you. I, I do also think he deserves credit, Shanahan, that is, for being flexible with his play calling. This is a, a guy in Kyle Shanahan. It's no secret he likes to run the ball, and he he likes to develop and establish that run game and then use play action off of it. Uh, the run game was not working. It was not working at all early in the game. And he tried it he, through the first quarter and then the first play on first down of the second quarter for the 49ers. Seven offensive plays on first downs. Five of them were run. So it was relatively conservative early on early downs for the 49ers, which is par for the course. But after he you know, got a decent sample size of the run game and, and it was not working, he flipped the, the script. And it's something that he hasn't always been willing to do. You look at most of that second quarter, Kyle Shanahan, after five of the first seven first down plays were runs, from that moment on, nine, nine for the 49ers of their next 13 first down plays were passes. And it ultimately resulted in that touchdown to Juwan Jennings, which we talked about, you know, maybe could have been deflected and incomplete or picked. Regardless of the result, it that, you know, that willingness for Kyle Shanahan to kind of change his game plan and go with the passing game, which was working a bit more in the first half than the run game. Certainly. I know he went away from it in the second half because of what we've already talked about all the situations of the game, but him showing that willingness to kind of adjust on the fly in the first half, be aggressive with the passing game and help it, you know, be a reason why you, you got out to a two score lead. I think he deserves some credit for that. And, Maybe it's relatively simple and you don't think that's worth applauding um, because if your run game isn't working, you should throw the throw the ball. But I think Kyle Shanahan has tended to be really tough to, to convince him to move away from the run game like he did in the first half. So I think he deserves a bit of credit for that. Maybe it, it's not the biggest play or the biggest decision or the biggest reason the Niners won. But I do think on multiple occasions, we now are seeing Kyle Shanahan uh, being willing to, to maybe have his previous beliefs or thoughts challenged and adjust off of that. Because I don't think we've seen that much throughout his 49ers career, even when the run game had been struggling. But he made that decision pretty clearly in this first half uh, against uh, against uh, this team here today. Yeah, and, and that's why I think a, a B- minus is probably what I would give him. Like I, I think there were things that went under the radar that he did well. And there were things otherwise that I, I would want to see more from, um, pardon me. I do want to get to, uh, our game balls before we wrap this thing up, Mark. Um, for me, uh, the game ball, we, we, we kind of mentioned him a little bit throughout sprinkled on offense, but it's Juwan Jennings. And it's specifically through the last drive of the first half for the 49ers. Juwan Jennings has, quietly established himself throughout his time in San Francisco as a nice third down option, kind of a safety blanket for Garoppolo. But I don't think we saw it any more so than on that final drive of the first half. And especially with his line compared to others receivers today, 
So on a third and 10 with a minute 38 left in the first half, Garoppolo, on a nice ball, mind you, fits it in over the middle to Jawan Jennings, who picks up a first down and a 13-yard gain. Then the next play, right after that, first and 10, goes to the left side to an open Jawan Jennings, who turns it upfield, nine yards of yak for a 12-yard gain. And then after the Elijah Mitchell 32-yard touchdown score that was nullified by the Kittle holding, which we talked about early in the episode, he gives it up the middle to Mitchell. Second timeout with about 42 seconds left. After another run to Mitchell, they have to burn their third timeout, so none left at the 23-yard line. Garoppolo goes to Jennings on the right side and then gets hit out of bounds. So he gets some help from Chris Harris Jr., who had a tough day for the Saints. Uh, That tacks on an extra six to get them down inside the 10-yard line, in which, of course, we talked about the play that was tipped by Tyron Matthew. Uh, It goes to Jawan Jennings. I thought that even though the, the pass was short, Jawan did a fantastic job of creating enough separation. And on that single drive, he had catches of 13, 12, 12, and then the five-yard score. The only touchdown that the 49ers scored on the day. His final line was six catches for 49 yards. Only had a long of 13, which was on that drive. But to me, he was the ultimate safety blanket on a day where Garoppolo was not really that comfortable in the pocket. He did what he had to do for the wide receivers. Uh, Even though he wasn't the leading receiver, he would get my game ball. That's a good game ball. Yeah, six catches, 49 yards, as you mentioned, four catches, 42 yards, and the touchdown on that drive alone. That was the Jawan Jennings drive, no doubt. Uh, it's someone else that we mentioned earlier for me, the game ball, it goes to Fred Warner, the quarterback of the defense in a game in which you don't allow a single point. He was the best player defensively, seven tackles, had a couple of passes defensed, forced a fumble early in the game that kind of set the tone for the 49ers. Uh, and he also had a, had a, had a hit uh, of Andy Dalton as well. So a uh, Fred Warner who had a bit of a down season last year is playing uh, like an, at an all pro level this year for the 49ers. He was phenomenal again against the saints. He gets my game ball. Also an honorable mention. It feels kind of weird, but we've gone about 45 minutes without mentioning Nick Bosa. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't, again. doesn't happen often for the 49ers, but of course he wasn't spectacular. So he only gets mentioned at the tail end. Of course, he had the lone sack of the game for the 49ers, which in a lot of ways, maybe people felt like ended the game. Um, fourth and goal for the Saints put just another pin in their offense. Uh, but but he was fantastic as well defensively, as was Hufanga. Yeah. And Bosa was asked post game about that sack because it looked like he might have jumped off sides. He said he watched the he replay. Did. He said he thought the tackle jumped at the same time he did. So uh, he didn't gain an advantage. He just beat him based on his his pure strength and speed. And he got the sack of Andy Dalton that sealed the game. But uh, Nick Bosa, he deserves the benefit of the doubt every once in a while. <laughs> Yeah, only what two holding calls on Bosa today? <laughs> Could have been like seven, but who's counting? Yeah, probably. Uh, I'm sure 49ers fans are. Either way, <laughs> 49ers fans should be happy about this win today. 13 nothing, a shutout for the 49ers. Um, the first shutout, I believe, since 2019. Could be wrong about that. I think that's right. First four game win streak since 2019. I know that. The defense didn't allow a point for the second time this year. That happened against the Seahawks, but they didn't. Oh, yes. The, the team yes. did give up points in that game, but I think first time giving putting up a zero on the other side of the scoreboard, I think, since 2019, yeah. And 
inexplicably, they are in first place in the NFC West. They have a game over the Seattle Seahawks, and it's a victory Monday for the 49ers upcoming. So we'll certainly talk about all the things that, that could be corrected that will need to be corrected before we get to the Miami Dolphins next weekend. Mike McDaniel's return to the Bay. Uh, a lot to dig into there, but for the win tonight... It is the 49ers 13, the Saints 0, 49ers are 7 and 4, and this has been your uh, first episode of the week for the 415ers. Mark Grandy, sir, I appreciate you very much. You too, Evan. We'll talk to you again on uh, Wednesday, or uh, yeah, Wednesday. Yep, on Wednesday. In the meantime, download, rate, and subscribe to the podcast anywhere you download your podcast. This has been the 415ers on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network. We'll talk to you next time.